It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. Hey now. We just, uh, hey guys, what's up? We just uh, actually finished recording a commercial for the podcast, which is always a weird thing to do, to do a commercial for a show that you do, mm-hmm. for your own show. It's yeah. always strange to me. But anyway, um, the our producer, our lovely producer Q is like, Scott doesn't have a non-radio voice, does he? And it's true. You really just don't. It is just you. This you, is just the way that I talk. That's how you talk. And people, people make prob- fun of it sometimes. Well, people probably think you're putting something on, but that's really how you sound. All the time. Uh, even In the uh, drive fucking through. In the drive, the drive I've been through a drive through with you. Hey, how you doing? I'd like a medium with one milk, please. <laughs> um, in every part of my life, this is just how I talk. In the bedroom, too? Especially in the bedroom. Yeah. No. Like, why don't you take off your clothes and I'll be with you in just a sec. <laughs> Coming up, my dick. <laughs> <laughs> On the way, we're going to play a little game of just the tip. <laughs> Breaking news. It's just to see how it feels. Reports say you're going to like this a lot. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I never thought about that. I wonder if my foreplay is like that. Uh, I better ask around. You better ask around. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, Coming up, my dick. I got a couple of great um, DMs uh, recently. Can I say a couple of these real quick? Yep, 100%. Okay. First off, Dan says, hey, I've been listening to you guys from time to time, and I just want to say you guys are amazing. It's what keeps a smile on my face every day. And by the way, Dave was great on the podcast. I hope he makes more appearances here and there. Thank you, Dan. And he will. I think he will. I mean, he's here anyway, so why not? We'll make him, we'll put in some work for him, no? I got to, absolutely. I got to follow up, uh, DM about that. We put out some video, Dave filmed it, of me recording the intro for the podcast. It says, Scott, I totally pictured you and Kat sitting at a, in a booth across from each other in a dim, in a dimly lit room to do the podcast. (laughs) This setup. That is such a very like specific description of what they thought we hang out in the dark and barely see each other (laughs) that's great scott this setup has blown my mind thanks for giving us a picture of your after nine studio thank you hey when we came here to the beat part of the deal was the after nine podcast so they built us a great studio to do it in every single day and yes we sit beside each other i guess that's not something that we needed to say but it's something maybe people would want to know if they want to visualize what's happening inside the studio but the way that they have it set up too is when dave was here on the other side of the mic i was like well damn it they gotta send they gotta build us a new studio because i can't see dave's face third studio let's go <laughs> let's go <laughs> we're, we're becoming very high maintenance for chorus entertainment i think very high maintenance um i got another really good one i just really quickly want to mention if i can it's from jason remember the story you had about the booger on the wall yes thing uh-huh so nasty it's disgusting so jason says hey cat love the podcasts i remember hearing the one about people putting boogers on the wall in bathrooms i thought what disgusting humans who are those people lo and behold in a bathroom in the building of a client of mine they sent this sign it's here what the fuck the sign reads to disgusting staff please do not place your sticky booger snots on the wall greatly appreciated no way that's a legit note that's a legit note. Somebody had to post that in another workplace. Uh-huh. Is it one of those things where you like pinch one nostril and blow and then you pinch the other nostril and you just, wherever it lands, it just lands? Oh, is that God. what's wrong with people? Don't ask me. What the fuck it is wrong with you people? It makes me really sick thinking about it. Uh, I did get another DM and we're not going to do this one on this podcast, but we will soon. He says, hey, Scott, 
hope all is well. I'm listening to your After 9. Big fan, by the way. I listen through AirPods at work. And I'm catching up on multiple hours a day. I just listened to episode 141 where you talked about the guy who had the bottle shoved up his rectum. I was in Cuba back in November where I met a group of three sisters from Montreal. Mm -hmm. First off, I like where this story is going. But he says one of them was a nurse. And we had a conversation about all the different things that she has had to extract from people's asses. Correction, she is a doctor. So thank you for that. I'm going to leave it right where it is because we've got other stuff we've got to do in this podcast. But I will eventually read you what the doctor that he met in Cuba told him she's had to pull out of people's asses oh, before. Oh, snap. Seriously? Ah, it's People are fucking gross. Just gross. Can we talk about politics for a second? Sure we can. What's up? Bernie Sanders. Mm. Okay, so they had the primary. It was the New Hampshire primary. New Hampshire primary. They still don't have the full results from the Iowa caucuses yet, but they had to go on to New Hampshire and they did the primary, which is basically just a statewide election. Bernie Sanders, he got her done. So now people are starting to get really afraid because the Republicans would probably love to go up against Bernie Sanders because they can put Trump up there and say, Bernie Sanders is a socialist and he's going to raise everybody's taxes and he's going to take money from you and give it to other people. And and he says he's going to do free post-secondary and everybody in America is going to get free health care. He's a socialist. You can't vote for him. The Republicans want to have that showdown. But this Pete Buttigieg, he's a former mayor from South Bend, Indiana. He was real close to Bernie. And I think that's the last person Donald Trump wants to go up against. He's a moderate and and he's real easy to listen to. He's also openly gay. He could be the first ever openly gay president of the United States of America. That's true. We still haven't had a woman president down there. Amy Klobuchar, third place in New Hampshire. She beat Elizabeth Warren in New Hampshire. And Joe Biden, we knew from the start this was going to be a shit show. I'm sure a lot of people advised him, Joe, don't get into this race. It's a lose-lose proposition. You're going to go in as the front runner and there's nowhere to go but down. Biden didn't listen. And last night, last night he got his dick slapped. I think he finished fifth. <laughs> he got his dick slapped. He did. It was like, pull your pants finished down and we're just going to just smack you right in the dick. Fifth place. He was in single digits when I went to bed. Single digits for the guy that everybody said was going to be the leader. Yeah. Didn't work out that way. Oh, man. Pretty bad. Um, I'll say this. I think America needs Bernie Sanders. But what they need is about one year of Bernie Sanders. They need a Democrat-controlled Congress, and they need a Bernie Sanders president, and all they have to do is create national health care. Once the U.S. has national health care, mm-hmm. he should be a one-issue guy, step down, walk away. I'm too fucking old for this job. See you later. I'm going to go back to sitting on my porch and yelling at the newspaper. <laughs> That's what Bernie should do. One term, one year of one term, get health care passed across America. Peace out, baby. And then take off. It's amazing to me that they don't have a proper system of healthcare down there. I know. And it amazes me how, like, it seems like a lot of them don't realize the rest of the world has different things happening because there's people still learning about how great other places have it in terms of healthcare. And then they're looking at themselves thinking, I'm the best country in the world. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. You guys are doing what when it comes to health? I'm sorry. What is free healthcare? What is this about? Yeah, it's crazy to me.
Every time you say, well, yeah, we can give you free health care, but we're going to have to raise taxes. If you're an American listening, you've got an opinion on it. I know you do. Whether you thought Obamacare was the greatest thing ever or you thought it was stupid or you're just paying for private health insurance. Here in Canada, we have private health care. The stories that you've heard from the right down there about our system and the long lines and it takes forever to get a specialist appointment. There is some truth to that. It does take a long time. Specialists do take a long time. Specialists, you can wait six weeks even, maybe even more, to get in to see a specialist. But if you need emergency care, if you're Mm -hmm. pregnant and it's your delivery day, you will get that and you don't wait for anything. So there's pros and cons to it, but definitely don't let them scare you about universal health care. No. You need Bernie for one year and then he's got to go. I won't just stop at at the health care, too, by the way, because, I mean, you mentioned the pregnancy stuff, too. Their maternity leave and paternity leave is a fucking joke. Well, ours isn't much better. You mean you get money, but you don't get much. It's you not get about EI. the money, though. They have six to eight, six weeks. I don't even know if they're up to 12 weeks yet or something. It's fucking ridiculous. Everybody should have. It's not right. And, and it's they a choice. they got up to 18 months here now. Yeah, but you don't get a lot for it. I mean, it's a real no. sacrifice for a lot of people to take time off because you sacrifice so much of your pay. Absolutely. But it's not just a pay thing. It's the amount of time off knowing and guaranteeing that you have that job when you go back is what I'm talking about. They don't have that. That's unfortunate. It's a security thing, too. You better hope and pray that you'll come back to the the job you want after a year if you decide that you would like to take a year with your child. They don't guarantee that there. It's really sad. Let me just take a quick look here. Just yesterday, because I can see the analytics. America, how are you? We love our American listeners to After 9. Mm-hmm. New York. Kansas, Michigan, uh, Hawaii. Oh, okay. We had a listener in Alaska yesterday. I want to go to Hawaii. A couple of them. California, Indiana, Texas. Listeners all over America. That's great. Thank you very much. LA is uh, the most listened to city in America for the After 9 podcast. What's up, LA? How are you? LA is another place I haven't been. I'm getting jealous. Oh, it's great. Oh, it's I've never great. been to L.A. It's, it's a long way away from here, but it's a great spot. Yeah, it is. Listen, if you are uh, an American, I, I would love to know, what's your problem? <laughs> what's your problem? Because everybody's saying Trump's going to get another term. And, and now Bernie's doing really, really well. And I know that Republicans want that Don and Bernie matchup, which, if nothing else, is going to be fucking hilarious. Oh, late night talk show hosts are going to have a field day with it. SNL's like, yeah, let's go. Can you imagine Donald Trump being the younger one in the race? That's <laughs> who, fucking nuts. Who would have thought? That's crazy who to me. Who would have thought? But um, I, 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 for what it's worth, we're not trying to tell you guys what to do, but there are pros and cons to universal health care. What you guys should do down there while you've got the chance is you should do a semi-private system. So anybody who wants universal health care can opt into it and have their taxes go through the fucking roof. And by the way, our taxes are crazy here. Yeah. We pay a fortune. You would be blown away at how much money comes off of our checks every couple of weeks. But you want universal care? You've got that security. You just It looks like a driver's license. You just flash it when you go to the doctor or the hospital and you don't get a bill for it. It's great. Or you can keep some of those private ones and you can opt out of the, the fully funded system and go into the private system with your private insurance and probably be a shorter wait. You'll probably be able to get an MRI the next day or an x-ray in 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. You can probably get all of those things. But if you want that, you got to pay for it out of pocket and you can't access the universal system. America, this is a good opportunity for you. Since you're discussing it anyway and you will be until November, go semi-private. Public system if you want it or a private system, but you got to pick one. Hey.
There you go. That's not a bad idea. Thank you. I thought it was brilliant. Not a bad idea. Oh, sorry. You want me to say that was a brilliant idea. Ah, thank you. <laughs> but there's a lot of Canadians who feel the same way. There's a lot of Canadians who would love to be able to say, you know what? I don't want our universal health care here. I will pay out of pocket and go completely private. And I will go to my private clinic and I will go to my private MRI machine. And if I have to pay thousands of dollars to give birth, fine, so be mm-hmm. it. But I don't want the public system. I want the private system. Mm-hmm. Two totally different tiers. <laughs> it's funny because when you suggest that, some people get really mad. No, 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 no two-tier healthcare system. Whatever. If I want to pay for it, I'll pay for it. Mm-hmm. It's this is a great opportunity for America to get it right. But we'll move on from healthcare. This came up on our FM radio show today. They use the word trend, and Kat has an issue with the word trend. But it's from the New York Post. It's an article that was written by a career coach who points out how many women in the workplace are going braless in 2020. And for a couple of different reasons. Number one, they say millennial women are much, much more self-confident than the older generation that preceded them. And just like men aren't wearing ties nearly as often as they used to, it's a more casual work atmosphere. Women don't necessarily have to wear bras. They say in the Me Too era, most people no longer, even if they do notice that you're not wearing a bra, They wouldn't say anything about it to make you feel uncomfortable about it. First off, it's amazing to me that there was ever a time when somebody thought it was okay to say, hey, Janine, tits are looking great today. Oh, yeah. No bra. Great. Do you ever watch Mad Men? This will just be a quick side note to this because this is what it reminds me of. Because what they, on Mad Men, have you seen the show? I have not. I feel like you would really like that show. On Mad Men, that's kind of what they do is they gave examples of what happened in the 50s and early 60s in the workplace. And when it came to women, that's exactly how they spoke. Guys would just circle around the women be like, oh, hot ones coming in loud as can be right in front of her. Like, that's the kind of shit that they would do. And they would make comments about how their tits looked or their ass looked. To each other or to the actual to woman? The, all of the above, everything. The fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, as they had their smoke and their drink at work. It was never okay. I know. For you people that are complaining. Funny, well, eh? fuck, you can't even comment on her ass anymore. You never could. <laughs> you could why, never do why it. Why were you doing it? It was never okay to talk about how her tits look at work today. Right. It was never okay. Yeah, yeah. You're not, you haven't lost yeah. anything because of me too. Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. Oh, Jesus. In any case. Yeah. So this, yeah, it's the trend. It is exactly that, Scott. It's the word of the, it, oh, it's becoming a trend to have women go without a bra. No, like a trend needs to be taken out of it. And also the, the, oh, much like the tie is going out. No, it's not the fucking same thing. One supports something on your body. The other is just a decoration. Like it's just a fucking, it doesn't keep your neck in place. It's a goddamn decoration. It's an analogy for being more casual. Yeah, they used to stupid, the post, you guys are stupid. This article is I agree with you. The New York Post is generally stupid. The New York Post (laughs) in this particular case is very, very stupid. Uh, I trend. It's just the word trend that bothers me, Scott, because I can flip through my Instagram and let's say that there's a hot trend with boots. I don't know, whatever. That's a trend where it's like, oh, I see more people wearing, you know, the certain color boot or whatever. It's not a, oh, she's got her tits a flopping today. It's trendy. I'm going to go along with the trend. Like, no, no, no. First of all. Second of all, it's called a choice. It's not a trend. It's a choice. And maybe there's something to the confidence factor. I wouldn't have thought of that before they brought up the the confidence factor. I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but I 
I mean, I don't see it happening. I really don't see that being an actual thing that people are doing and going along with because other people are doing it. It's a personal choice. Some people around the office today might not be wearing a bra. I don't know. I personally don't care. And just to be clear, you can't go up to them and say, hey, nips out today. Good for you. (laughs) I see you went without a bra today, (laughs) Nancy. No bra. Nice move. (laughs) You must be one of them millennials. (laughs) Noticing a little extra jiggle in your step. (laughs) You can't do that. No, but it's what I think it's just a personal choice. It's a personal choice. And some people will say, oh, you have to wear a bra. It should be a part of your workplace attire. Depends. A bra. Depends who you talk to. I mean, I'm sure if I asked my mom, she would say, oh, yes, of course you wear a bra no, when you go say to work. Brazier. Could be. Of course you're going to wear your brazier. But if I asked my sister, Hey, would you, do you always wear a bra to work? She'd probably be like, oh, if I don't feel like it, probably not. Yeah. Or if I don't have meetings with anybody, I might not. I don't understand why um, it has to be so mandatory in the mom's eyes when you work a minimum eight-hour day and then you get home and the very first thing you do, you are like dying to unhook that bra and set the girls free because it's a feeling of freedom. (laughs) It's like unlocking the key in a jail cell like, ba-ba, tits out, here we go. Exactly. I can't even imagine what that feeling must be like. If -hmm. somebody is like holding on to me all day and then they finally let go, I'm going to be like, amen. Yeah. Why did I even bother going through that when it feels this good to not do that? And they've come far. They've come far into, I don't know if I'd call it technology. I guess I would call it a technology of sorts in the bra area of making bras that are extremely comfortable without using the wires and the hardcore straps and this and that and the next thing. In making that support still there. Because it's for the ladies, I think, for the most part, that have the larger boobs, it's difficult. And the bra actually can help them in a lot of cases to help support them. But, and help their back. But they've got, they have come a long way. Where it seems like where you're wearing a bra, but it doesn't actually feel like you're wearing a bra. But it's not cheap to to get those really good ones. There you go. Also people who have... Go up to somebody today and ask them, are you wearing a bra? (laughs) (laughs) there's also people who have had the augmentation done or the the things like that those people generally speaking love it yeah they have no problem with it we had a couple of texts this morning when we talked about it one lady said honestly as soon as i get a boob job and it's on my list of things to do i will be bra free because i'm gonna i paid so much for those fuckers i'm gonna let them free so sure I Again, don't know. it's a choice. I don't know. I don't care either way, to be quite honest with you. I don't remember her name that texted us that, but yeah, let those fuckers free. <laughs> I might have changed up the... She, I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> she didn't really say that. Let those fuckers free. <laughs> well, you're paying a lot of money for it, so I get it. Sure. Show them off and let them go. Free Willie. Don't even start with the free willy. I know, that's Willy's, a whole other topic. That's a dick thing. Oh, By wh- the way, see, and that's the thing that some people had said at one point was trending too, was no underwear for guys. Guys felt more comfortable go just swinging. Just swinging. That's stupid. Yeah. No, it's not more comfortable. Are you, okay. Who, what guy said that? I don't know. It was a thing. You're an idiot. Some celebrities were noticeably not wearing underwear. John Hamm was one of them. Google the photo. Wow. But anyway, so then they had claimed that, oh, that was going to start a trend. See what I mean? I fucking hate that word now. It's just used, just like word vomit. If more and more people do it, though, it is the beginning of a trend. In that sense, I guess, but who's going, I don't, I just don't buy it. Ah, whatever. Guys need underwear because guys have parts that hang. And these new ballpark pouches, Dave, these ballpark pouches. Are you going to ask him if he's wearing underwear? Yeah. 
Dave, <laughs> this just, you were walking by, so I figured I'd ask. We uh, are talking about the amount of people that are not wearing bras in the workplace now. And Kat said, is it kind of like a guy not wearing underwear? Have you ever gone to work without wearing underwear? I have not. It's never happened. So you're wearing underwear now? I sure am. Right. And how would it feel if you weren't? It would feel fucking stupid, right? Mm. You don't want to walk around with your dick swinging. <laughs> yeah. That's why I don't wear shorts to work. <laughs> <laughs> the ballpark pouch, Saks underwear, makes all the difference in the world. Have you discovered Saks yet? I don't like that over constriction kind what? of thing. Yeah, I don't need the coin purse. I'm okay. The pouch. You just stick your dick in the pouch. I don't, I don't know if I like that. Really? Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to feel like it's it's. Uh, Being it's, cradled all day. Yeah. I love that feeling. It's so good. Yeah, it's inauthentic though. If you're gonna cradle, cradle. <laughs> all right, fine. Okay. Well, right. that's good. Well, I'm glad I could contribute. Thanks. Thank you for confirming that you're wearing underwear. I sure am. They're a, it's a lovely <laughs> jockey. Short. Oh, since you're the boss, we were discussing this too. In this new era where millennial women are more empowered and more confident about themselves to not wear a bra in the workplace. Is that a he's confidence doing, way, thing? He just did the boss thing and he shut the door all the way to make like, sure nobody oh, else is hearing this. Fuck, I hope nobody hears this. <laughs> <laughs> HR, don't let, turn it off. Well, is that an empowering thing? I think it's more of a do what you want to do. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But using the extreme example of like Mad Men, you can't go up to someone and say, hey... Victoria, tits are out today. It's, Good for you. It's funny you say that because <laughs> I, I had a conversation not that long ago explaining the difference between saying to somebody, uh, that that's a great dress, and saying, you look good in that dress. There's a oh. huge difference between those two things. Like if, if I like the color of Kat's shirt, I can say, hey, that's a great color. I don't have to say, you look really good in that shirt because that's a line you're crossing, and you may not think that those two things are different, but they are. Right. <laughs> Thank you for the HR courses. I uh, yeah, <laughs> I now know the difference. You took an online course. That's great. Right. All right. Thank you, Dave. We appreciate your time and great job on the podcast yesterday. A lot of people really liked that. Yeah, it was good. Thank you. I'll be back soon. All right. Um, so I don't ask Dave what color his underwear is. Uh, That's not okay. You know, I feel like if you asked him, you could get away with it. If he asked you, he'd be in the upper <laughs> boss's office. Like, I'm still here. Uh, so- <laughs> <laughs> you didn't leave. No. <laughs> So the question becomes, what is the purpose of the question? Like, why do you want to know the color? Right. Is that a thing? Uh, you, that it, like, context matters in that case? It definitely matters. I thought it was just, no matter what, you just plain don't discuss it. Well, here's the thing. I'm trying to think of a scenario where you need to know the color of my underwear. And can you think of one? Because you have allergies <laughs> and... I'm allergic to blue dye. Yeah. <laughs> So don't get many Hanes with blue dye in it. (laughs) I can't think of a good reason to ask. Sometimes I find myself wondering, though. Like, I mean, chances are they're just regular white cotton. But, I mean, maybe it's a thong. Maybe it's it's something that I don't even know about. Something fancy. Something frilly. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) shit. I don't know. I mean, you wouldn't know unless you ask. If you ever find yourself looking at Kat and wondering, I wonder what color her panties are. I mean, you wouldn't know unless you ask. Just for the record, I have not wondered and have not asked. <laughs> don't plan to ask anytime soon. Like, I just can't say, like, a secret, if we do a secret Santa or something like that, I'm not going to be like, you know what I think I'm going to get? I'm going to go get her, like, a three for ten at Victoria's Secret. I wonder what color she likes. Mm-hmm. That's another line you don't cross. Did you see them on sale for three for ten? You got to share that shit, man. <laughs> that is, uh, sorry, maybe that's not a sale. Chris Kringle. That's why you need to know what color they are. <laughs> I just want to get you something you like. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to buy you panties or anything, but the bra I've got in mind for you, I want to make sure it matches the panties you do own.
Yeah. There's a good example. It's not a good example. No. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Would you ever say you ever get hangry? Yeah. Yes. It's a yeah, real thing, absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yeah. Who was yeah, it that frustratingly hungry? Who was it that mm. first articulated what hangry was? It was it a chocolate bar company or a burger company? Was it Harvey's? I don't or something? know where it originated, but it's a great it's a great way to express how hungry you can get. They surveyed two thousand people, and they found out that on average, we have four hangry incidents a week. Whoa! That could be everything from you're just moody. Right up to full-blown arguments because you're hungry now. This is my hangry time, too, because I don't eat in the morning when we're doing the show. Right. Neither of us do. We don't, like, bring in a breakfast or anything like that. I put an orange in the fridge about a month ago, and I <laughs> don't it, even want to know what it is looks it like. Is it still in there? It should be. I didn't oh move it. God, it's a science experiment. Yeah, uh, so, so right around the time now where it's like, okay, now I am getting hungry. And it's on the verge of I'm going to be hangry soon if I don't have something. So, yeah, I could see that happening to people several times. Here are the top five reasons that people get hangry. Number one, you waited too long to eat. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I mean, we're right around that time now. It's uh, like 10 after 11-ish as we sit in the studio. I'm probably going to stop on the way home and grab something because I don't want to wait until I get all the way back to Milton. Number two, didn't eat enough the last time we did eat. Okay. Mm. We didn't like what we ate. Okay, now we're getting somewhere. Mm. Oh, so if you cook and it's not good, you're contributing to tomorrow's hangry fit. Maybe, for example, Kat, you like chicken, right? That's your thing. You I love like chicken. chicken. Yeah. Let's say your husband, I, he's a bad example because I know he's an exceptional cook, but let's say he makes a steak and forgets about it, having a few beers while he's grilling and burns the shit out of it. You don't want to eat it, but no. you also don't want to be mean. Maybe you'll take a couple of bites and it didn't really taste that great anyway. The next morning, you're going to be hangry. Right. And it's all his fault. Four, on a diet. Yeah, people are bitchy when they're on a diet That's sometimes. That's true. People are bitchy when they're on a diet. And they seem to not want to say anything but to, or but complain about being on that diet. This is the one that I'm not sure about. Tell me if this is a thing. You're hangry because you sacrifice something that tastes good for a healthier but less delicious option. Hmm. So while everybody else went to... Uh, McDonald's, and they all got Big Macs. You opted to have the salad with no dressing because you wanted to eat healthy. Mm -hmm. You're going to be hangry later on. And you've had enough food, it's just you didn't get the taste that everybody else got. Is that a thing? I guess so. That's almost like a a henvy, though. That's a hungry, (laughs) hunger, but an envy. You know, because you're envious of what other people are eating. That's what I would classify that under. Not so much a hangry, but a henvious. I'd be henvious. That is a good one. It's a good like one. if you sat down and ate a, something in front of me that I knew I probably shouldn't eat because I had a bad couple of days of eating, I'd be envious. <laughs> a bad couple of days of eating. Well, whatever, right? I don't know. <laughs> I just knew that I couldn't do it. That's what would happen. I totally get it. I totally get it. Uh, thank you for listening to this edition of After 9, everybody. Tomorrow, the uh, no, tomorrow's Thursday, isn't it? How Tomorrow's Thursday. Fucking long is this week? <laughs> Did you think it was Friday? How is it only Wednesday? I know. <laughs> well, we said it for you always know it's going to be one of those weeks when Monday after Monday happens and you think it's Tuesday already. And that's kind of what happened to us. Cuz that day was a hell of a week. 
<laughs> yeah, it was a hell of a and week. And Tuesday was like a dragging. Yeah, it's it's only Wednesday. It's only midweek. This week has been a hell of a month. And yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, man. Long weekend coming up in Ontario, though. I don't know what the mm-hmm. U.S. equivalent is in February, but here in Canada, in Ontario anyway, we celebrate Family Day. And they Monday is an, an encouraging day to mm-hmm. go out and spend time with your family and friends. We do it. We do. I'm going to have to uh, bring up what we do every year on Family Day to the uh, to our new audience. Uh, remember, remember, I told you about what we celebrate a fictitious family member's birthday on Family oh, Day. Oh, yeah! You got to tell that story in the next podcast. Okay, I'll tell the story about Ronnie. I need your help, actually, and I'd like to enlist you on this one. But what kind of underwear does he wear? But what kind of underwear does Ronnie wear? I don't mind asking him. Not at all. <laughs> have a good one, everybody.